Yo, 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 it's Josh. What's good? It's your boy Darius. What's happening? It's Matt. And you are now listening to the Dominate the Decade podcast. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, we just landed in Geneva. Yeah, that's in Switzerland. We're on the yacht. A young lady just fed me French vanilla ice cream. We all got our toes out, too. Call me when you get lost. I'm a travel the globe, you keep the block hot driver. Open the door for me, my hair hurt, find us. We playing hide and seek with the passports. Where the fuck we at? Oh, the pilot gotta remind us, yeah. The luggage is piling, I need a close to waste. So many stinky sit in my wallet, look like a folding chair. The Cartier so light on my body, thought I floated here. We bolded here, it's Tunchi and Tyler, but call me Bolderich. Yo, what's up, boys? Good to see y'all's faces again. Yo, it seems like it has been so long. What we were just discussing, it was like season two, episode one, and we went into hibernation a little bit. Yeah, it's been a smooth, what, like five, six months, something like that? Yeah, it's been a minute since we've hopped on this podcast, but also it's been a minute since I've been able to chop it up with you boys, like just one-on-one. So I know I'm terrible at getting back, bro. Both y'all know that. <laughs> but it's good to see y'all again and have some some good brotherly conversation. Josh a whole light skin. I just want to throw that out there. In case you are wondering, like, what levels are we talking about of getting back? Josh is a light skin. It's all good, though. It, it, days. Weeks. <laughs> yeah, what so, uh, what'd you say, Josh? What y'all been up to, though, man? Darius, you take the lead the way. Oh. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so uh, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so, like, to go back, uh, so since the last episode, I moved to Florida, moved to Tallahassee to start grad school. So been doing that. Um, that pretty much just consumes all of my time, really. Uh, if I'm not in school, I'm usually home sleep. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I've been I've been good though. The adjustment was a little much at first, uh, just because you know I've only lived in Aiken and Columbia, so uh, moving to like a whole nother city and a whole nother state was a little crazy, but we're making it work. So. Yeah. And Tallahassee is how many hours? Like six, seven hours away? Yeah, so it's about six. Yeah, six. Six hours. Nothing but back roads. Darius, we know that you're, we, we know that you're, we're still coming along in the sports category. Uh, but have you been to any of the Florida State games at Dope Campbell or are you plan to go to any of the season? So I haven't been yet. First off, because I don't know what the ticketing process is. Secondly, and I think we've already talked about it before, I just think I'm bad luck when it comes to, like, college sports teams. Because, like, whenever I show up at a school, that's when people just start this up. Uh, so it hadn't really been too much of a reason to go either. So <laughs> we'll see, though. Um, I definitely want to make it out to, like, one of the ones we have coming up. Yeah. I saw that Florida State was playing Clemson, and it was actually a close game. That's one good thing about this season. I know we're on the topic of sports now, but uh, South Carolina is not good, um, which is unfortunate. But, hey, Clemson is not good either. So that's been cool to see. Um, Florida State also, like you said, Adairs, is not too good. So It's funny how the tides have kind of changed in sports. It's like it used to be, you know, Clemson, USC. But nowadays, if Coastal loses the game, like, what's going on? Like, Coastal Carolina, you're supposed to win all your games. So the tide has yeah. definitely changed here, maybe supporting us a lot of the smaller programs. I've seen a couple, maybe, as a matter of fact, it's probably about two months back. Y'all saw Benedict was on ESPN? No. I, yeah, one of Benedict football games on a Thursday night. 
was on ESPN. I saw somebody said it on Twitter, which is, as we know, the news, the new newspaper. And I was like, they must be tripping. But no, I was really on this live game and all. So love the support to the HBCUs. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, Josh, but what you been on? Man, um, I feel like so much has changed since the last time we recorded. So much has changed and not much has changed at all. Um, still be working. That's pretty much the main thing going on during, during the weeks. Um, I did make a move to another city. Um, I'm up in Charlotte, North Carolina right now. <clears throat> in the meantime, um, don't know how long I'll be here for. I would say it's temporary for right now, but um, until my company starts to go back into office or get some more clarity about when we will do that, I will be in Charlotte, North Carolina, which I've been enjoying because it's still close to y'all, close to my family, close to where I grew up. So it's been cool to get to know a new city, but yeah, all that and being in your first apartment, that's been cool. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of, a lot of updates, I feel like. Not to be this black guy, but are you going to catch one of the Hornets games, see LaMelo ball, or what? Oh, is the hey, you should ask me that last week because I had to go to the one earlier this week. The Celtics came in town. so Oh, you know you're a Celtics fan, right? You no, know, I had to see my boys play. We ended up catching the dub, but, hey, LaMelo ball is like that, definitely. Like, he is a game changer. He put on um, – Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown put on, as always. Um, I think Charlotte – the Hornets are going to be in a good place going forward with LaMelo Ball leading the crew. I'm looking forward, and I'm sure Puma's looking forward to, to his win if he drops that sneaker. Because it seems like he's been wearing them at, like, all the games. And so I don't know when he's going to drop them, but I feel like a lot of people are going to try to go get him a takeoff. You know what I'm talking about, those bright red ones? I think so. I think I've seen him before because he is sponsored by Puma, right? Yeah, yeah. And I want to say he's with Rock Nation, too. So it's exciting to see about that. Well, what's it like living, you know, Josh New's spot? How you liking it so far? Man, it is uh, very much needed. I feel like to have a new space, your own space, and just like figuring things out on your own, like completely on your own is really cool. Um, it's challenging sometimes. I remember asking to Darius, like, hey, what have been some of the like most challenging parts of moving and being this independent person? Like everything yeah. is on you. And there's pros and cons, of course. Um, I would say pro you get your own space. You can really do whatever you want the whole time. Uh, you don't have to worry about anyone looking at you or perceiving you. Con, I would say you got to figure out what you're going to eat every single night. <laughs> uh, like whether that's going to be exactly dining out or cooking. I've been trying to get my cooking bag up a little bit more. So have been doing that um, and been leaning on some recipes that I found online. But uh, yeah, those are probably the main two things, pros and cons, and then everything else that comes with it. But yeah, I feel like it was time and it's been cool to see the development that has already taken place over the past couple months. And we're going to have to get updates from the both of you all as time passes. Like, you know, they're in different seasons when it gets to be Christmas, y'all putting up the trees and, you know, all the different things like that. So we're going to have to keep getting updates y'all about the housing reports. Definitely. I actually was just thinking about what the I was going to put up a tree. So now I got to do it since we didn't spoke it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Got to make it happen. But, uh, fella, since I think I did, as most people know, I did the ESPN internship this summer and it was cool. It was supposed to be in Connecticut, but due to COVID, whatever. And I didn't realize, bro, some of these companies, how slow they are to hire on, like even coming out of the internship program, not to mention a lot of people probably got like laid off during the time of the pandemic. Uh, originally so been kind of doing like a lot of odd jobs and different like manufacturing plants and stuff kind of in the city 
So I'm still holding it down for Columbia because the rest of the guys have moved on to better things, but uh, just been trying to make it happen and waiting on some stuff to fall through. So excited about the future. Hey man, hold it down in the 803. You know that stereotype that people say, like, everyone just wants to get out of the city that they grew up in. That that was not the case, partly the case, but, like, not the full case. So good to see you still repping for the good old 803. Yeah, one of the challenges that I always find is, like, okay, so if you're going to stay in the city that you, you know, you kind of grew up in, clearly you have friends that you grew up with that you, you know, still keep in contact. But a lot of times one of some of the real dope things to do is like to meet new people in that same space that you did not know before and like create those new experiences. So thanks to some of my friends and stuff. As a matter of fact, we record, I think the last episode, USC Aiken, I'm real cool with a lot of people who went to school there. And so we just be mixing the match and, you know, just trying to make it happen. I think that's one of the best things about like meeting new people. You get different access to different people in different places. Like you build your network and you can spend all your life in one area and you have a great network there. But if you go different places, there's a whole different pool of people to get to know and expand your network a little bit more. So I feel like that's just a, a cool and beneficial thing to do over time. Like have these different areas and cities and places that you go to and you know, you know someone there, you can always meet up, link up, do whatever. For sure, life yeah. is all about the people. No, for real. Uh, and the other interesting thing too, like one of my favorite parts about like the people that I've met here in Tallahassee, like we just like, we'll get to like talking about whatever and then come to find out like we know some of the same people, even though we might not have known each other until like the past two months. Like we've been like connected in a sense for like months, years, some. So just thinking about something like that is cool too. Agreed. But uh, y'all, so I guess well, let me make sure I got this date correct. Because I don't know if it seems like this to y'all, but it just seems like these months have really been flying by. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day. I'm like, what month is it? Like, September or something? Like, it's the end of October. It's like, yeah. got you. But, uh... <laughs> flying by. I was talking to my dad yesterday, and I was like, dad, it's November. Like, this year is over. <laughs> it seems like we were just coming into this year. I feel like we say that every year, but, like, I don't know what's been happening in this second half of the year. Every single month has just flown by. For sure. Uh, but since it's October 31st, they want to uh, dress the elephant in the room. It's Halloween. Uh, just wanted to know that any of y'all had any experiences from yesterday that you could speak on on camera about what y'all decided to do for uh, Halloween. On, why you say on camera like that? Is this supposed to be some type of embarrassing <laughs> thing? What you be getting into on Halloween, Matt? Just in case y'all had some crazy experiences, maybe that we don't want to promote. You know what I'm saying? It just depends, depends upon what state you're in, you know all the finer things in life. But now we had a good time. We went out in Jackson, South Carolina last night. Uh, a little far out the way for a little event, a little get together, if you will. We had a good time. Still recovering from it as we speak. Yeah, you, you did a lot more than me. I really just chilled around yesterday, cleaned up around the house. <laughs> I felt like I needed to rest after a long, busy work week. Um, yeah. I did get a chance to go out a little bit last night with my boy up here in Charlotte just to kind of catch the scene, you know, your favorite term, people watching, Matt. <laughs> there you go, people watching from 100. <laughs> Nothing too crazy, though. Uh, Darius is the main one, you should be asking. <laughs> Darius, uh, I did. Um, so really, I didn't do, like, I didn't go, like, too, too crazy or anything like that. Me and some friends just hung out uh, at a spot. We got, like, dressed and did the whole thing. Uh, it, was a, it was a good little time. If I sound kind of tired, that's why, because it was a lot. <laughs> but, but, yeah. I had a good time. Was the, was the costume looking like a Darius? Was it a specific person or what was the idea? Yes, I was uh, I was Chucky. 
I, yeah, I normally don't get dressed up or like if I do, I'll stick to like something that's like pretty easy for me, like a cool little Steve Urkel costume or something like that. Uh, but actually like put in time to like go find a costume, do makeup, whole thing. So, so yeah, it was cool. The whole mile nine. Whole thing, yeah. Yo, I, I think that's kind of crazy. Um, and I feel like this is a whole different conversation, so sorry for diverting it, but um, what are y'all thoughts overall on just Halloween as a holiday? Because I feel like for me, I didn't realize that it was such a big thing with people until like I got to college. So it's never been like, a, oh man, let me celebrate. Let me go to a party. Let me do something cool. Let me dress up. Definitely not dressing up. Um, but that's because I come from like a traditional Christian black household. We didn't celebrate Halloween when I was growing up. growing up. So like, now that I am like an adult and on my own, I can make my own decisions. I'm still kind of like, well, why would I celebrate it? You know, like, do y'all have some of the same feelings or what are y'all thoughts on Halloween in general? Darius, you go first. Well, so I'm gonna preface this by saying, so like I also like kind of come from like a, like a traditional background. So like we celebrated Halloween for a while, but then we stopped. Uh, but like you said, being an adult, like being out on my own can make my own decisions. I've decided to celebrate, obviously. Um, that was mainly because like I was just having like a very long week and it just gave me like an excuse to get out and go do something and just like kind of forget about everything else going on in the world for a little bit. Uh, so that was it for me. Um, yeah, but I know it, it is interesting though, because like there's not really... Like other holidays have like a thing like behind like Thanksgiving, you like are thankful and like you have gratitude for everything. Christmas has like, you know, that whole religious story and everything. Halloween doesn't really have that. So like it kind of is just an excuse to go party, really. <laughs> I'm saying like, so that, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, what are we really celebrating here? Like we're getting dressed up for like we're celebrating what? Like even in um, Latin American culture, I know they have Dia de los Muertos, which is basically like, well, Halloween is basically like Dia de los Muertos, but that's the day of the dead where they remember the people that have passed away in their lineage and they kind of respect them and they even eat and stuff. Um, but it seems like the Americanized version, Halloween, it's like, what are we really celebrating? And the things that they say we're supposed to be celebrating, it's like, this is really like old school. Honestly, some of it is like some pagan stuff. Like, so I don't know. I kind of have mixed feelings on it. But what about you, Matt? What you feel? Man, see, I grew up, y'all know, Baptist church, Trendy Baptist, shout out uh, the church. So, you know, we had all the hallelujah festivals and uh, what is it, the trunk or treats? Trunk or treat. And, you, and you better be careful what costume you wear in here because otherwise you're celebrating the devil. Y'all know how that goes. But now that, now that I done got older, I done loosened up on a lot. It's actually kind of interesting for me to see, uh, shout out people watching. Uh, it's kind of interesting for me to see the different costumes. I felt like, what is that TV show that everybody's talking about right now? I was expecting to see a lot of those. What's it called? Squid Game. Square games, exactly. I was expecting to see a lot of those and, you know, just people trying to be creative. So it's definitely something to watch. I drove by Five Points, I think, on Thursday. Uh, it was either Thursday or Friday night as well. And I saw the different costumes out there. So it's exciting to see. And some people do a really good job of it. A lot of people win money based off of, like, you know, the best costume wins, such and such. I've seen a lot of that. So it's just a little fun way to get out and spend some money. That's what I think it is for real. Just a money grab. 
Yeah, so. Honestly, that's most holidays, though, if you like, if you really think about it. Most holidays are either a money grab or you just in there and eating with people. Like, that's yeah. all That's all they are. <laughs> the fellowship and stuff with people. And one of the biggest, obviously, we got Thanksgiving. And sometimes that's almost forgotten. But one of the biggest money grabs coming up here with this Christmas thing. Have y'all been hearing that they're thinking about, like, Black Friday doing that online again or something like that? I haven't heard all the details to it, but I did hear somebody talking about that. I think I did hear that. Yeah. So, or something to that effect, yeah. So save your money, folks. Hey, Matt, you were talking about um, Squid Game. I know that was, like, that was the main thing people were talking about for probably a whole month almost. Like, that show just took over. I saw that it was um, Netflix's most profitable, profitable or popular show or release of all time. Um, did y'all, like, watch it? I know you watched it, Darius. Matt, did you watch it? Nah, it just don't seem like my cup of tea. I'm not going to lie to you, but I definitely <laughs> seen the whole timeline talking about it and it seemed like it was super exciting. That's one thing you got to love about content. It's like, it doesn't matter when it hits, as long as it hits. And then the, the Twitter kind of gets that momentum going. And next thing you know, everybody else is tuning in to see that, to kind of gather their own opinion. But uh, Darius, what did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. And like, you, to your point, like I thought it was interesting that it, it had been on Netflix for a while before it got popular. So it's just like, dang. And it also kind of makes you think like who, who was the one person or like who was it that kind of made that switch, you know? Like at what point it was it just like a thing. Uh, but all that to say, I did think it was a really interesting show. Uh, there's just other show that's like it, Alice in Borderlands that I just started too. Um, kind of the same premise, like these people get trapped in like a thing and they have to do some weird stuff. Trying not to spoil it for anybody that might want to watch it. So uh but yeah i thought it was good yeah i also thought it was good i ran through it maybe in like a week or so um during the height of when everyone was talking about it so it was cool to see like the social media posts and everything about it um but now it seems like people have kind of died off of um squid game and now just are watching whatever out there i know um insecure came out the last season last week i think another episode is coming out today we're recording this on a sunday that's another big show that pop culture really loves yeah, insecure with shout out Issa Rae I knew that it was coming when I saw the breakfast club had her in for an interview and there's a lot of hype because it's his season uh the, the last season of it but I I had been hearing about this for a little while like about the show and I was always like okay I'll get to it at some point in time and I tuned into it and that show has so much awkwardness that I'd be like it's almost cringeworthy at times but it makes you just keep on like they should just keep on and so for a couple of days I was on and I had to get back to where I can eventually catch up to where they are now but love some of the Josh what did you call the messaging or whatever in the show well, you had a way of phrasing it was it subliminal messaging yeah it was like a show the the show in the show oh yeah yeah but basically how Josh said the show in the show is like a lot of times you'll be watching the show and you'll look at somebody's shirt and it might have something along the lines of uh, the FBI killed Fred Hampton or some sort of messaging that we've all heard of that if you're really tuned into maybe popular culture or black history, whatever the case may have you, you'll pick up one and it's like, oh, I see what she did there. She kind of trying to bring attention to it on a platform. Yeah, I think with little things like that, that's what is the show within the show or the movie within a movie, whatever it is. Like, because all of those things, like what they're going to wear or what they're going to say, where they're going to go, like who they run into, those things I feel like are intentional and it's someone on a set or in a room, like actually writing these things and saying, okay, you're going to do this. You're going to wear that. So it's like, 
what's the message that they're communicating by putting these things in and I feel like that's always interesting some shows like have that depth to them where they're like okay we got this one storyline running and that's really on the upper level of what everyone is kind of interpreting but <clears throat> there's also this underlying thing that we're like pushing to and I think in Insecure they're oftentimes talking about like black rights and black activism and black empowerment so I think to see that even on a subliminal level it's really cool. And I think that sometimes whenever the writer of the show or the showrunner, whoever doesn't address it, it's kind of even better because then you really have to kind of be tuned into what's going on. Otherwise you'll miss it. And it kind of leads you to kind of give, give your own uh, perspective of what, what you think that means. And so that can kind of create a lot of thoughts or conversation. So definitely enjoy uh, seeing that. And as I continue watching it, seeing how much more or if it develops at all. Yeah, uh, um, I was going to say too, so I haven't actually seen the show either. I think I might have seen like one or two episodes here and there. Uh, but the one thing I do keep up with is, I guess every season or whatever, like Spotify or whoever will drop like the soundtrack from that season. Yeah. And like the music on the show is crazy. Like it's always like a bunch of really good music. So that's what I've always appreciated. Um, and then I feel like that just like helps a lot of artists too. That like some who might not have as much exposure, you know, they get like, you know, put on a different platform too. So it's a lot of different ways Easter eggs like helping people get put on. No, I agree 110%. Um, so we got that. So we got Squid Games, we got Insecure. Y'all make sure y'all go watch Insecure. I don't know if HBO has a free trial right now because, you know, I used to be a big free trial friend myself. But if not, go ahead and spend that little bit of bread. Go DoorDash if you don't got the money. And uh, go ahead so you can support Easter Ray or whatever they have you. But what are some other stuff that you guys have been listening, watching, uh, anything in between, just so we can kind of give some give the people some recommendations. Mm, um, <clears throat> what I'm watching right now, I feel like this is a reoccurring theme, but I, I don't really watch too much that is live right now, unless it's like I really feel inclined to like a Squid Game. If everyone's talking about it, okay, I might I might want to watch it. But um, right now, I'm running through The Sopranos. I started it maybe two or three weeks ago and it's been on my list for a minute i swear i've talked about this before on this episode maybe <laughs> or maybe <laughs> maybe it's the wire or something but um yeah the sopranos is really good it's about the italian mob um and the like ringleader he's in therapy trying to figure out um, what's going on with him why he's feeling the way that he does and i think how they approach it is just really cool and um yeah the acting is great the storytelling is great i've really enjoyed that so that's mostly um, where my eyes have been going. What about y'all? Hold on, Josh. Any Anything you've been listening to? Any new podcasts of any sort that you've been enjoying? I know y'all. The reason I'm asking Josh this question is because Josh is like the guy, I, he almost borderline introduced me to really listening to podcasts. So I know there's got to be something in there, Josh. Yeah. Um, I listen to pretty much the same rotation of podcasts. Like always got the financial ones in there. Always got just the daily news. Um, one that I found in the last couple of weeks, um, I know y'all probably have heard a lot about the, um, Facebook and how they've changed their name to meta and just, even yeah. um, just the metaverse in general, that's become just like a big buzzword at this point. Um, but I found this podcast, um, doing a really good deep dive into like, what is the metaverse? Like, what are the plans for it? How it's going to come about? It's called metaverse marketing. It's, um. I think it's really cool because it ties in with my job and what I do like in advertising it's by Adweek, um but it just breaks down like 
what is the metaverse? Like, what are you getting out of it? What can you get out of it? Where is the future of it going and stuff? So that's been really interesting. I would say if you are interested in like technology, futurism, anything like that, you should check out metaverse marketing. Gotcha. So y'all make sure y'all go check that out. Darius, what about you in podcasts, TV shows, movies, et cetera? Cool, cool. Uh, so I would say TV show wise, I've been really watching uh, that show You on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, they just dropped season three a little while ago. So that's been pretty good. Um, again, it's another one of those shows that kind of like everyone is talking about right now. So definitely get into that. Um, so podcast wise, uh, so there's this one, actually, it's funny you said, Josh actually put me onto this one. No. Uh, it's called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Uh, and so basically these like actors and like writers or whatever, uh, they watch, I think it's like a movie a week and like each movie this has like a black or like person of color who's like the lead character. Um, so basically they just like unpack it, talk about it, how it like fits into the show of like race and diversity in Hollywood and stuff. Uh, so that's really good. Uh, Cause I've been trying to watch a lot more movies. So like I've been going to the movies a lot more uh and just being more intentional about like the movies that i watch because i normally just, i watch like trash movies and i just know that about myself but like watching like, like intentionally good movies you know yeah uh, uh so yeah i think that's been pretty much what i've been on as far as uh like watching stuff musically i've been really in the title of the creator lately uh snow allegra is another one uh who else chloe and hallie uh yeah yeah that's me tyler the creator tyler the creator okay so i really wasn't as big of a fan but i used to i'm a big numbers person so i saw the numbers that he was doing as far as his first week sales i think one year he beat dj Khaled. so i had to kind of tap into some of his interviews and uh his music and it's really diverse but it's it's a very interesting style of music and it, it tours really well too so i got put on the helm and by listening to him i eventually got put on event staples uh, do y'all listen to listen to any of Vince Stables interviews, listen to his music? Uh, what are our thoughts? I haven't listened to too much Vince Staples, but everyone that I know that listens to him, like, swears by him and says he's so good. Um, someone was telling me that his interviews are even better than his music. Hey, that might have been you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, no, it's solid for sure. Yeah, he does some really good interviews. So I don't know too much about him, but the songs that I have heard kind of been bangers, so... Yeah, both of those two guys. But yeah, and then Tyler's in a lot of different lanes too, as far as like uh, clothing. Well, I guess that's merchandise, but he's in a lot of different lanes too. So his progression has been crazy to kind of watch. Oh, definitely. Yeah, uh, I was going back and starting to watch the, um, the old Lord of Squad videos and everything too. So it's interesting to see, like you said, him in just both different lanes. Yeah, I saw that they put that on HBO Max. I remember whenever it was like coming out. This might have been in middle school. Um, yeah. but Tyler, the creator, odd future Wolfgang was so big. Um, but to see that on HBO max now, it's like, man, they really did turn up over the last like 10 years. They really dominated the decade. For sure. <laughs> Yo, but Hey, as far as me, y'all know, I'm a, I'm a content head. So I, I got to watch a lot of stuff. So as far as podcasts or video podcasts, is, I guess you could say, I listened to a million dollars worth of game. Uh, that, that, that's a really good one. I usually try to tune into is Gil the? Have, do y'all know about million dollars worth of game? Yeah. yeah. So it, 
the guy's name got Wallow and like Gilly. Gilly. Bro, Gilly be joking his behind off on them things. Sometimes I be listening, to I'm like Gilly, bro, like whatever. But it's a good show. They bring on a lot of good guests. I really thought that if you want to listen to Meek Mill's album, if you did end up listening to it, if you go back and listen to his interview, I think the album makes a little bit more sense. So I would, su- so I would suggest everybody, uh, Josh, you, did you listen to the album? Maybe? Yeah, I was just about to say, that's a really good nugget because that Meek album was tough. I really enjoyed that album. I will have to go back and listen to that interview. Cause yeah, because Expensive Pain, as a matter of fact. Expensive Pain's name of the album. Yep. Shout out Meek Mill. Um, also still been creeping into earn your leisure y'all if you have any type of financial business type of if you're seeking that kind of information earn your leisure platform is great sounds like i'm doing like a sponsored ad for them but this is not the case uh but uh it's really great and they is i love the fact that like a a topic will come up and they'll like go on live or youtube or whatever have you for a video and they'll kind of break it down into where it's super digestible uh you got Eric Thomas and Inky, like I said, I got loads of y'all. Eric Thomas and Inky Johnson, make sure y'all follow both of them. They kind of give you that motivational throughout the week for you to kind of tune into and kind of keep the days going. The last podcast I got is Off the Record with DJ Academics. Apparently, DJ Academics is a very controversial person, but uh, I enjoy him. He's, he's a very entertaining individual. And so he got a Spotify deal with, uh, we got a deal with Spotify for Off the Record. And so he's been going around the town interviewing everybody. Has Soldier Boy on there, the first to do everything. So that was, that was a good episode. I wonder, Josh, I, well, Adair's you too, but I wonder how bad Spotify is whenever they like assign a guy to do Spotify exclusives and every single one of the interviews end up on YouTube. Uh, I honestly don't know like the rights, the digital rights and everything around that, but yeah. they gotta be upset because I know they be spending big money to get their talent on their platform. Like they signed Joe Rogan to the biggest platform. Spotify podcast deal of all time. So yeah, they'd probably be upset when they see it out there. Do you, uh, Josh, do you, I think you used to listen to Rogan. Do you listen to him, Joe Rogan, still? I haven't listened to him recently. Um, I haven't been really listening to any long form podcast because his podcast can go over like two, three hours. Three hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they'd be conversations on there. Um, I, I do enjoy listening to them though because it's always some insightful conversation um but yeah i be feeling like i don't have the time i stick in the range of like 30 minutes to like an hour maybe an hour and a half um but yeah there are some good conversations on there josh i mean uh darius you ever tapped into joe rogan yeah no <laughs> so, I, I mean i need him in the shady way <laughs> i just yeah. have to hey the way you answered that question it was like yeah no man i'm like okay moving forward <laughs> Uh, last couple of shows that I've been tuned into, Billions, they just finished the last season. Definitely enjoyed that with Axelrod. Looks like he might be going off of the show now, so there's that. Um, Shooter, I'm a big sniper. I, I enjoy listening to things about the snipers and different things like that, so I think that was on Netflix. Finished that one up, trying to find the next one. And the last but not least, y'all know I'm a huge fan. Oh, I actually got two. I'm talking a lot here. Two of them. We'll start off with Nick Cannon's show. Nick Cannon has the show that goes on, comes on every day. Uh, you can catch it, I think, over the, for us in Columbia. At least it's on Fox. I'm a huge Nick Cannon fan. It's a daytime show. It's super positive, which I think sometimes people don't really like because, like, come on, where, where's the stuff here? But it's been crazy to hear him talk a long time ago about he was going to have a talk show, and now it's like it's like a daily show too. And they even are smart enough to put it on YouTube because we know that people are on YouTube a lot these days, and uh, so you can almost catch that show anywhere. 
though. I'm so glad that you mentioned Billions um, because I know we both really enjoy that show. Um, I need to watch that. I need to catch up. I think I caught up all the way up until season four. Is this season five out? I want to say that was season five. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on it. Yeah, but I, think I so. need to catch up on the, the newest season. But um, the reason why I was happy that you said that, because I really like that show, um, Billions, because it has like some of the things that I want to do in my future. Like I'm really interested in finance and stuff. But there's also a similar show that has to do with some of my interests succession i don't know if y'all heard about that heard it's of it I've heard that one, yeah you've heard of it or you watched it no i've been meaning to start it yeah you you gotta start it it's gas um it's about a media mogul basically um a family that has created this media empire over the last like 50 75 100 years whatever um and it's like the dad who created it is getting up there in age and it's really about like who's going to be running the company next or even if they're going to have the company in their own possession so it's a whole bunch of like things that go on in between and i would say that it's it surprised me because it's actually like funny it's kind of like the the office style sense of humor but it's not a funny show it's a very like action realistic like business deal show um but that's also been the other thing that I'm watching besides The Sopranos. I really like. What platform is Succession on? HBO Max. Um, HBO Max. Which you will see, man. I really only watch HBO Max nowadays. Like I used to spend a lot of time on Netflix, but I really didn't crack open Netflix until Squid Game came out. Gotcha. HBO Max is the new Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's there. If yeah. the if the app just ran better, I feel like it would like overtake Netflix. Honestly. Yeah, it, it lags all the time. And whenever I'm trying to rewind, it just be going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're uh, not trying to pause and rewind anything. It's funny because HBO seems like it's been around forever. They just, you know, added that Max title to it. And the shop is also on there. So I usually uh, check that out. They had one where Jay-Z was on and he was actually talking a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you usually see him kind of say one or two things, but he was almost like leading the conversation. That was, uh, I think that was right after the passing of DMX. So he was telling some of their stories about whenever they were on like tour together and how DMX made him have to improve his show performance because DMX had the whole audience crying and laughing, then excited, then down. And, you know, Jake just come up there with the mic and just rap. And that's like, come on, we're going to need a little bit better for that. But um, in the last show that I'm watching, got to give my guy 50 Cent a shout out, BMF, Black Mafia Family, the story of Big Meech, starred in Detroit kind of ended in Atlanta, if you will. And his son is actually playing the character of Big Meech on the show. So that show has been a hit. I think after the first episode, Stars went ahead and ordered the next, uh, no, a whole nother season. And I think Power Book 2 Ghost is about to come back on at the end of November. So a lot of content that I just shout out everybody. Make sure y'all go watch all of it. And uh, in the comments, in the comments of the, of whatever platform you're watching, say that Dominic the Decade sent you here because we need some deals. We need Stars. We need Netflix, we need Spotify, we need all that bread, so we gotta make it happen. We also need Earn Your Leisure since you shouting them out like that. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Josh, just just definitely wanted to mention the thing about the cryptocurrency thing, if you could. Oh yeah, yeah. and that, that goes into line with um, the podcast that I listen to. I said mostly I listen to some financial ones. Um, I do listen to some podcasts like specifically about cryptocurrency. Um, the Gentleman of Crypto is another one that I watch. Um, and listen to 
they have like a live broadcast every morning on YouTube at 10 a.m. Um, but I found this article recently that said Black Americans are more invested into cryptocurrency and the blockchain um, space than they are, or than Hispanics, white Americans, and some others. So that's cool to see that we are leading the charge in this new emerging technology because it seems like so many times we're behind the eight ball in things. And it's just cool to see that we're kind of leading the charge there. I think right now there's the access to so much information that's digestible that's really kind of changed the game. I feel like for the longest, nobody could really fully understand what stocks, you know, stocks and bonds and stuff like that were. But then you see the emergence of all these platforms where they break it down. Like even think about there's they have the Wall Street Trapper now. Like we're, we're talking ultimate the digestible if you just want to pay for the courses. And even on the Instagram accounts, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you see a lot of these uh, investors, whoever, like dropping tips. So the fact that there's so much information that's accessible now, people are kind of deciding, okay, I'll put my money into this and kind of understand the big picture as, as opposed to uh, the short, you know, the short cash or a <laughs> shout out the lottery. <laughs> Yeah, it just seems like there's been a, a lot of development this year um, in the financial space. And it seems like after the pandemic, maybe we'll look back in five, 10 years and really look at the pandemic as this like big shifting point of our culture <clears throat> where people are more individualized, more reliant on themselves and they see like a, a different pathway out um, rather than just the casual thing what you would do before or the traditional thing um because there is so much information out there and if you have the time to really dig through it you can really find some things that could potentially change your life gotta find the hidden gems see it last thing i'm gonna ask you josh uh, are you into the nfts thing yet have you gotten there or are you still in progress i rock with bit nfts big time um okay. nfts they're uh very interesting topic. It seems like it, that's also become a buzzword, like NFTs and metaverse. Um, it has been cool to see the development so fast. Um, I am fortunate to have like started to look into it at the beginning of the year and then to see the development that has happened over this year has been crazy. So I'm super excited about the future of, of that space too. Darius, you that's want to like I was going to say that's like the Dogecoin and like, uh, all that stuff like yeah kind, kind of almost <laughs> they're they're all kind of like intertwined basically they're um that's all based off of like blockchain technology that's the thing that like pins it together but almost okay there was another oh there was a show that i was watching on netflix that was talking a lot about some type of cryptocurrency i can't think of the name of it right now dang i should have had it written down but bro we're, we're gonna have to do a whole episode on crypto the future of like NFTs, blockchain, um, the metaverse too, because that's a big one right now with Facebook changing their name. So we're going to have to do like just a technology focused episode one day. Oh, for sure. We got to get a guest on it. That, and then you, y'all two kind of go back and forth. And Darius, if you want to, I'll probably moderate that one. But uh, we're, <laughs> we're definitely oh, going to have to talk to me like I'm five. I... <laughs> like... Yeah, no. <laughs> we definitely, uh, definitely gonna have to get that uh, prepared for you all. But uh, I think that's about all, fellas. I got anything else? That's it for me. I know it's been a minute since we all chopped it up. Um, hopefully, we can get back on a more reoccurring schedule 
um, regular schedule, but always new updates coming out from the squad. For sure, for sure. Hey, yeah, I don't have anything either. Hey, the last thing to celebrate some greatness, we got to talk about it, boy. Just like this is just like a quick pitch. The boy Drake, I think it's like the tenth, twelfth week after. I'm trying to think to see exactly what it is after the album is dropped and he's still selling like 81k units or whatnot. So talking about dominate the decade, you dropped the album a long time ago. It's still selling or outselling most people's first weeks. So and that that was the inspiration for the name dominate the decade. So definitely got to give the six the six boy uh, his credit. So that's all I got for y'all. Love to see it, man. I'll catch up, boys, next time. All right, man. Uh, hey. The eight the outro probably certified lover boy. So okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm not. Peace. Adios. Previously on Ready to Die. Never had a lot. This is all I need. People never care till it's R.I.P. Niggas turn their back on me for no good reason Loyalty is priceless and it's all I need Can't burn a bridge just to light my way Lot of 42 on the flights I'm taking Pouring out my soul and it might sound crazy Lot of falling outs help me build foundation